The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat Good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers who are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown. I'm not coming to you live today from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. We're pre recording the show here, so the phone lines will not be open. I'm also the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I do hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. Go to SonsOfLibertyRadio.com or SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to join us on the video platforms that we have where you can see as well as hear, uh, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. You can scroll down right on the right side of the page, and we'll be live in the area, the second video down, the morning edition, the AM edition, and we'll be going live right there. Just click onto that, and you can even join us into in the chat uh, room that we've got there. Lots of people in the chat, and so we'd love to have you as a part of that as well. But if you don't want to and you just want to listen, just stay tuned to Red State Talk Radio. And don't forget, Bradley comes on at 3 p.m., You'll be able to see, uh, if you click on his video, you'll be able to see the previous day's show, and then he comes on at 3 p.m. Eastern. Also right above that, at sonsoflibertymedia.com, there is a place where you can subscribe to our newsletter. We don't rent your email. We don't spam it. We don't sell your email. You get one email from us a day, and that's all the articles we have at sonsoflibertymedia.com. That's me, Bradley, and our contributors there. And you also get the morning show archive. I archive the show every morning. You get the video portion. You get the podcast. You get all of the stuff we talk about, the links to sites, books, videos, tweets, whatever we use in that. That's there for you to go and check us out and make sure that we're telling you the truth, that you come to your own conclusions. As Paul uh, admonished the Bereans, they were uh, he esteemed them because when he went and he taught them, they went back to the scriptures to see, hey, Paul, are you telling us the truth? And uh, and they were they were uh, exalted for that, for their diligence in making sure they weren't just taking what the guy was saying. They went back and looked at it for themselves. Now, if you'd like to donate to us, we have needs. We let you know those needs. We don't have our handout for money, but it costs money to do all the things that we do, whether it's Internet or radio or going out there among the people, there's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. You can click on that and make a donation uh, one time, or you can partner with us. There is Become a Son or Daughter of Liberty. These are our monthly partners, and just click on that. You can set up the amount that you want to give each month. That comes out automatically. 
and you help us do all the things that we do. Also, our store is there. We got lots of products in there, and they're for a number of reasons. Some of them are to equip you or for you to use to equip others. Uh, we've got books in there that do this. We've got T-shirts and coffee mugs and water bottles and hats and all kinds of stuff that are great conversation starters with people about dealing with either the gospel or calling people uh, back to defend the republic that was established that you know our forefathers established long ago. And so those things are useful, and they help support the Sons of Liberty as well. And with that said, we have a very special guest with us today. Uh, we don't get to talk very often, but uh, when we do, it's always a, a good conversation that we have. And this is uh, Kevin Shipp. He's a former Central Intelligence Agency officer, uh, intelligence and counterterrorism expert. He held several high-level positions in the CIA. I believe that uh, the CIA, when he blew the whistle on things that— uh, uh, now, we'll let him kind of give a little introduction to that. He believes they tried to deal with him and his family in a very final solution, if you will, for them, and called them out on it. So he's been a whistleblower of things, uh, of the corruption of the CIA for some time now. And it's my privilege to welcome to the Sons of Liberty, Kevin Ship. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning, Tim. Great to be with you. Yeah, it's great to have you. And uh, I, I hope we got all our technical issues out of the way before we started recording because we had a little freeze up there. Yeah. So if we lose if we lose you again, just you know, link back up with us and and we'll get it going. Um, you got it. For people who may not be aware of you, and I, I'm pretty sure most of our audience is because you know we've carried some of your articles, we've we've written some things, and I I even did a show where we had you. Uh, I, I played your video on on the whole Q and the Q cult and all that stuff. And uh, so a lot of people are familiar with you, but if you want to take just a couple of minutes, kind of tell people a little bit about yourself and some of these things that's happened in your past and what you're bringing uh, forth for the American people that they need to be aware of, of what's going on in our country today. Sure, Tim. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I get trolls and, and bots all the time uh, that use the usual phrase, once CIA, always CIA, to, to try to deflect uh, from my message. And for those in your audience, and, and coming from the belly of the beast, the CIA, I can tell you, you should be careful and wary of any former CIA officer, some of which I've outed. Uh, anyway, I would encourage people to, to go to kevinship.com, go to the upper blue ribbon, open that up, uh, see my credentials, and see the documents that I revealed that the CIA tried the blackout, actually did blackout. Um, I, they put me under the state secrets privilege, uh, ordering me not to say anything about my case. I violated that risk prison for five years. I built a code into my book from the company of shadows that the CIA censors missed. So it gets a little frustrating when people say one CI always CI, because I literally, literally risk my life and my freedom to come out and blow the whistle on the CIA. And uh, I don't believe my family. Oh, I think we caught, I think we caught Kevin there in the freeze mode. Kevin, Kevin oh, there you go. Com. So, or not? <laughs> I think we're having a little techni technical uh, difficulty. Yeah, I think we're having a little technical difficulty there, uh, Kevin. You're froze up there, brother. Oh, <laughs> maybe we'll have to try that connection again, bro. Because I'm not getting any audio or video from you, but. While Kevin's trying to do that, and you just shout at me if you if you get through there, his website is kevinship.com, and uh, maybe they don't want us to hear what Kevin has to say uh, today. 
I don't know what the deal is. Uh, okay, he's disconnected. He's going to come back on. One of the you can also check him out over at his Patreon account, which is patreon.com. All right, uh, forward slash Kevin underscore ship S H I P P, and uh, you can check him out there as well. And then he's got books on Amazon where he's written about his experiences in the CIA. Uh, fascinating accounts of those things. You can check those out at Amazon. We'll have those links up for uh, you later on as well. Uh, let's see if Kevin's back. Are you back there, man? I think I got you back, Tim. Can okay. you get me? Yep, I can see you, and you're moving and everything else. So maybe they don't want us to hear what you have to say, man. I don't know. Uh, uh, welcome to my world. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, I don't know uh, where we got frozen or, or cut off. I was talking about kevinship.com. Oh, we're frozen Documents again. that I posted there that the CIA <laughs> tried to cover up and black out. And uh, I'm not sure where we froze, uh, but I was there are trolls and bots out there when I post exposés that use the phrase once CIA, always CIA to try to silence my exposés. And some of those, frankly, I think are coming from uh, the, in, the intelligence community and, and some, perhaps the CIA itself. So when people say that, it gets a little frustrating. Uh, I would encourage them to go to kevinship.com, go to the upper blue bar, see the documents the CIA tried to cover up that I exposed. They put me under the state secrets privilege, threatening me with prison. I violated that, published all the documents, risked prison for five years. Uh, and I don't believe my family was poisoned. I prove it with the doctor's diagnosis and the diagnosis. All those documents are on kevinship.com. And uh, I put a code in my book from the company to shadows, exposing the CIA's blackouts, sent it through the CIA censors, and they missed it. So I literally risked my life to come out and become a CIA whistleblower and do what I'm doing. So it gets a little frustrating for, for me when people say that. Sure. And and I think you're right in saying, you know, people should be careful about that. We had the German journalist uh, over in well, obviously Germany, and he was saying, you know, CIA was all over in there. They were paying off people. They were owning the media. They were paying journalists to write stories or keep things yes, hidden and stuff like that. Correct. And so, yeah, and you're affirming that. So So you're not sitting here trying to hide anything. But one of the interesting things to me, Kevin, is you have sort of a unique perspective that many of us don't because you've actually been on the inside. And I remember maybe the first time that you and I talked, I think we had maybe a couple hour discussion. I, I'm wanting to say that we, you and I talked on the phone and it was just sharing things. And it was, I found it fascinating your history because you were in the CA when allegedly <laughs> the wall fell of communism. It really, I don't know. I, I don't know that I'm buying. I think it was all a setup and the communism moved here into the United States. Uh, but one of the things that you that you said was it was fascinating for you to see America on a decline from its Christian foundations and its constitutional foundations while you were watching your counterparts and what was the what was the KGB uh, having Bible studies and being yeah. born again and becoming Christians That's and right. speaking about scripture and yep. uh, take it a little bit of time and let people know what you encountered during that, that time in history. Yes. When, when uh, the, the Soviet union essentially collapsed, the government collapsed from within a, a lot of that was a financial collapse as well as a political one. But when that happened, uh, the KGB uh, opened its doors to us. They literally let us come in and look at their files. Uh, during some of the ransacking, some of the files are thrown out on the street. But the KGB brought us in, brought CI officers in and said, oh, OK, we, we want um, relations with the United States now. 
Uh, they gave us top secret uh, KGB, then KGB. Now it's the SVR. Top secret information. And uh, there was a revival. The, the uh, collapse of the Soviet Union didn't, didn't happen because of the, the CIA's uh, was so powerful and, and because of its prowess. As a matter of fact, it screwed up several times. The, uh, the collapse of the Soviet political system happened because there was a huge revival spreading across the Soviet Union and people, Christians, had become fed up with the government, putting them in prison and silencing them. So when the opportunity came, the takeover of the government was essentially a, a Christian revival. And if you remember, on, the, on all the news reports, uh, they weren't breaking out in the streets and waving American flags. They were having communion, Christian communion on the streets. And from, from the KGB folks uh, that we interacted with, uh, many of them were born-again Christians, and they literally, in the Soviet Duma, began ordering and having Bible studies in the Soviet political Duma, the, the equivalent of our Congress, and putting mandatory Bible training courses in their schools in the Soviet Union. So it was a religious revival. Now, uh, it, our government didn't want to uh, tell anybody that. The CIA didn't want to tell anybody about that, but it's funny. I was a senior CIA briefer. So when I got up with new employees of all levels, from generals down to secretaries, I would say that. I'd say, this is what happened with the Soviet Union. These are the facts. This is how it, would, how it fell. And I'd look out in the audience, and I'd see all these jaws drop because they all thought it was the CIA that brought it down. It was not. It was a religious revival in the Soviet Union. It's one of the most dramatic things I, I'd ever seen. I was a born-again Christian when I entered the CIA, so it was just uh, uh, it was phenomenal for, for me to watch. Now, one of the things that uh, you pointed out to me is in the CIA, when you walk in there, there's a scripture verse or there used to be a scripture verse on the wall. Can you tell people what that said and what that meant to you when you first went into there or when you first went in there? And did you actually see that being played out by the CIA or was that just words that were given there with no deeds to back it up? Well, when you first walk in on the wall engraved in marble, and frankly, I'm surprised they haven't sandblasted it off yet, the way things are going with our government. But when you first walk into the lobby of CIA headquarters, you see that scripture from the Gospel of John, and you shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Well, at first you think, hey, they got a Bible verse up there, but it turns out that's not what they mean at all. What they mean is the ends justify the means, and they pervert that scripture grossly. They lie, they cheat, they steal, they start global wars. They're responsible to see uh, uh, for about a, a total of deaths of about 75 million people in the coups that they've engaged in and the death squads that they've supported. So they put that verse up there, uh, but it's completely perverted, and, and they don't follow that by any stretch. They do the opposite. Okay. All right. Yeah, and I, you know what? I, I could bring up all kinds of things now. I, well, several months ago, while I was working, I'd, I'd occasionally try to play something, and it takes me forever to get through anything. Uh, so when people send me stuff, it takes me just forever to go through a, a simple video. And Amazon had came out with um, a series called Jack Ryan. And I know that's based off of um, uh, Steve Pachanik, you know, the the guy who's former CIA and, and all. But I, I noticed right away one of the things they were doing was they were it was a it was really a propaganda piece uh, for Venezuela. And we've been talking about yeah. that from for some years as well and how they put that out. And so. They are masters at this kind of thing of media right. manipulation, yep. uh, and they they've been doing it abroad. They're doing they're engaged in yep. it here, and they're not supposed to be. I mean, yep. I got to tell you, um, Kevin, I don't see anywhere in this this Constitution we have that that authorizes the CIA, the FBI, the NSA, nope. any of these things. In fact, 
when you come down to real law enforcement, if that's what you want to call them, if you call any law enforcement, you've got really two law enforcers that are mentioned in the Constitution. That is the president of the United States. He shall take care that the laws be faithfully executed. That's Article 2, Section 3. And the people who are the militia, Article 1, uh, Section 8, Clause 15. They are to enforce the law. None of these others, we're just throwing money, it seems to me, and you you can elaborate on this, it seems to me we're throwing money at these unconstitutional agencies that are disguising themselves as law enforcement of some type to only oppress us. Am, am I missing something here? No, you're right on target. Uh, I have a, a program out on my uh, both my Patreon channel and YouTube called Operation Mockingbird, where I expose the CIA's role, not just in foreign media, but also in our media. And they're doing it currently, and they're doing it in Hollywood. Uh, it is unconstitutional. The CIA, if, if anybody watches any of my speeches on the shadow government where I expose the CIA as an unconstitutional, illegal government agency that needs to be shut down, uh, they'll see that on, on my programs. And, and I, let me mention here, because it's important to me, I am not a, a fan of Steve Pachinik. Uh, I have watched and followed Steve Pachinik. I reached out to, to him in the beginning. I've looked at some of his speeches. It is my opinion that Steve Pachinik is a PSYOPs officer. And if you go back originally, you look at his Wikipedia page and look at his past history, he worked for the CIA. And he was a CIA psychiatrist. And there was a... Uh, uh, a blurb in Wikipedia that is now gone that stated that he was a former PSYOP officer. Uh, Steve Pachinik has said, and I watched this, that he was uh, single-handedly responsible for bringing the Soviet Union down, that he did it himself. He spearheaded it. That is simply not true. Uh, he talks about his role, and Wiki talks about his role in the Aldo Moro uh, kidnapping and murder. Uh, and and uh, there are some things Pachinik was involved in that are not flattering at all with the CIA. I would, this is just me, uh, knowing the system from the inside and knowing Mr. Pachinik, uh, I, I would be very, very suspicious, suspicious of uh, uh, Pachinik's statements. Okay. All right. I, the one thing that I, I had recalled him speaking about was his use as a nego- negotiator. And specifically, I was remembering it in times where when I was a kid, I remember it in the 70s, where you would have these guys who would hijack planes. Uh, full of people. And what they wanted, they wanted to get their political prisoners let go. And my understanding was he was involved in a lot of that uh, negotiation and stuff like that. But I had not heard some of these other things. So I appreciate you speaking out on that. And there's another guy who's very popular on a particular web page, Robert David Steele. And he gets a lot of views and nobody gives him any grief and I got to tell you, that to me is one of the first things where I kind of go, okay, wait a minute, because he's supposed to be former CIA too, and yet he they get all this following and you know nobody shuts them down for what they're doing. That kind of stuff, Kevin, is the thing that throws the red flag up for me. You're right on target, Tim. Let me talk about Robert David Steele. Robert David Steele, it is his mission to go out there and defame me, and, and he's done it on several programs, and they... They're fans of mine, so they they call me and they tell me what uh, RDS, Robert David Steele, has done. I I, I say this. uh, You know, I try not to – I try my best not to uh, pound on other people, but there are times when when people need to be revealed for who they are. I would ask people to go out and and ask Robert David Steele for his credentials. 
to prove that he was with the CIA. You can go on my site. You can see all my credentials are there. And I did that for a reason. He doesn't show his credentials. His Wikipedia page is ridiculous. Uh, that also was changed. He originally claimed that he recruited a huge amount of assets overseas. I can tell you, having been in human collection, if, a, if an officer recruits three good agents in his or her career, they get a medal and they're considered a hero. To, to recruit, uh, 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 I think originally it was 100 or something agents is ridiculous. Now, also, Robert David Steele claimed that with a straight face and seriously that NASA has a child colony on Mars where they're grooming children. Uh, Robert David Steele is not authentic. Now, I, from, having come from the CIA and being in counterintelligence, there are things obviously I can't talk about, but Robert David Steele is not legitimate. Let me just say that. And, and if people follow him and follow what he says carefully, he's a very intelligent guy. PSYOP people are very intelligent people. Uh, but uh, I, I wouldn't trust him. Uh, and I would demand that he show the credentials and prove who he say he is. Uh, uh, they go after me with a vengeance. The CIA, the trolls, they broke into my house. They blacked out my documents. They have been all over me, but they, they leave Mr. Steele alone, who I consider is, uh, and this is just my opinion, he's a fake. Well, and, and I perceive some of that too, but there's a lot of other people and that's going to go, people may ask, well, why are, why are you bringing up these guys? Cause look, I've, I've put up some stuff that contains some videos from Steve Pachanik, for instance, I haven't done it with Robert Dave Steele because I'm just so skeptical of him. But I think some of the stuff that, that Steve has said, at least on the subjects that I put out, I think he was, he was right on in what he was saying, but then people may be saying, well, why are you guys going on about this? Well, this gets to it. We're in a situation, uh, Kevin, and you've spoken about this, and if you want to elaborate on it, that's great, but um, the, the whole Q phenomenon, this comes right out of, um, from, my, from my estimation, it's coming out of the State Department in some way or another, and it's a propaganda against a specific type of people, people who would call themselves Christians, patriots, constitutionalists, and it seems to me it is to get them to stand down when they should be standing That's up. Right. And when they do stand up, they go to the wrong place. They go to D.C. to fix it instead of locally and in their state legislatures. Right. Because D.C., in my, I, I'm just, I've just come to the conclusion, it is so corrupt up there, there is no way somebody is going to clean that up by going into D.C. No. You've got to stop it from the states who have yes. really all the power. And so this gets to really the heart of our topic that you and I are going to talk about. That seems to me to be a psyop. Then we saw back in January all the, you know, Trump supporters and stuff go up into Washington, which seemed to be a, a, a really a setup for those people. When, man, if they had just gathered at their state capitals right. and made the same stand instead of getting right. behind a, an, a man they've made an idol and got right. behind the law. Boy, we, I think we would see a tremendous difference. Put the fear of God in those who are supposed to represent right. the people rather than, you know, go up there and be ignored or even have a psyop uh, played out on them, a false flag played out on them. And now they become the target. I, I, I'll tell you, Tim, well said. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, uh, I came out, of course, I, I come from, I had the highest level clearance in the CIA. I was a high level insider when Q first came out, I knew immediately that he slashed they were a fraud. Uh, uh, we would have known somebody with a Q or nuclear DOE clearance. Um, we would have known who that person is within uh, a matter of two weeks. 
Uh, plus, uh, multiple Q drops were grossly false and in- inaccurate, almost ridiculous. Uh, uh, Q was posting that there was going to be, uh, that, that Trump was going to invoke the Insurrection Act. There was going to be martial law. Trump was going to retake the White House. Uh, that uh, Trump was going to be put back in office on March the 4th of 2021, which passed and nothing happened. Q predicted Mueller was working for Trump. Q predicted that Hillary and others were going to be arrested and taken to Guantanamo. On and on and on and on and on. What 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 is, is sad, and I've done a, a program, as you know, on QAnon as an objective uh, analyst. Q is a fraud. Q is a fake. And I know, uh, I think I know who it is, who the who the group is and how it started. And, and uh I put some of that on my website, but the, but what is really really uh, sad, Tim, is a lot of good people are following Q because of the video game like quality of it. They're following it. It, is, it has gotten to the point where it's almost a delusion, where Q has been wrong so many times. Now Q is saying, well, uh, uh, he was wrong because it was disinformation to throw off the government, and people are buying it. And many of these are good people. It has become literally a delusion when they refuse to look at the facts, refuse to look at, at the facts uh, proving that Q is a hoax, uh, because essentially it's probably a good word is hope porn. They're looking for a, a reason to explain the mess that the U.S. and the world is in, and they're letting themselves be deceived. And uh, QAnon and others uh, stirred up people that resulted in part in the storm in Washington, D.C. And what that did was gave the dark left, the Democrats, the ammunition they've been waiting for to attack the rest of us. Those of us that are Christian constitutionalists, they're trying to paint us under the blanket of the rioters that stormed the Capitol. It was the stupidest thing that ever happened. It created the most damage to the constitutional patriot movement. And I, I have come out and taken a lot of heat for this, but the Trump worship became came over the top to the point where they they rolled a golden statue of Trump in at the CPAC convention, which was disgusting. So the Trump worship got off the charts, and the whole thing culminated to a horrific event in January 6th that is now being used to target and surveil and label those of us who are constitutionalists as uh, 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 possible domestic terrorists and people promoting hate speech. Well, exactly. And and we've talked about that, too. And I told people, I said, if Biden goes into office, you guys are going to love us again because we're going to stick to our message yeah. won't change. We're pointing to yeah. the Bible and the Constitution. We're not pointing right to on. political parties or political jerseys that are there. And I apologize if people hear stuff in my background. Uh, at the time we're recording, uh, my daughter's got a wedding tomorrow. And so they're they're doing girl stuff in there. So <laughs> uh, doing those things. Yeah, thank you. Uh, but one of the things that that gets me is this. Every time we're told of some kind of terrorism, whether it was not, I mean, and we're, we're 20 years removed from 9-11. And who are the people under attack? It's the American people. Now, it's not to say that other countries who came under the, the wrath of the U.S. military weren't attacked, but it's the American people. Every time yeah. you go into an airport, you see the violations of the Fourth Amendment all over the place, millions of times a day throughout this country, and virtually nobody says anything about it. And you continue to see see people like Donald Trump reauthorizing the Patriot Act, the most tyrannical piece of legislation ever put out. You see him signing on. Yep, you see him signing the USA Freedom Act, which is more tyranny. It's not the Constitution. And yet his followers, his supporters, and and I believe there is a difference between those who supported him who recognized he'd done some things that were unconstitutional and those who are just idolaters. They can find nothing wrong with the man. Right. 
That continues on to this day. And they think that Donald Trump is going to lead them into, I don't know, I hate to use the term, the age of Aquarius, the new age. It's, you know, you watch something like Follow the Cabal, right? And there's a lot of history in that that the lady puts out that's good history. And then you get down to about the middle of the ninth episode and into the 10th, and it just gets plain weird. I mean, Trump is now a Messiah time traveler who's going to give us all kinds of energy and blah, 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 blah. And it's so fantastical. You wonder how anybody can believe it. And yet I can point you to a particular website that that's all they do is promote the Q cult and they promote Donald Trump. He's in charge of the military. He's doing all this. Well, then if that's the case, why for two months now... Has this fraudulent imposter come in and done what he's done? I mean, what would be the what would be the explanation? Yeah, I, like I said, the Trump worship has gotten to the point of a grand delusion, and uh, there were a lot of things that Trump did. He did a lot of things because that we as believers uh, supported defunding Planned Parenthood and other things like that. But after uh, the election, uh, Trump acted like a mob boss. Uh, it was it was shocking the way Trump acted after the election. And uh, any time anyone stops criticizing a government official and critically examining them, we're in trouble. And these people have become uh, uh, fanatics. It's a form of Trump worship. And let me say this, Tim, uh, and, you know, this may rock the boat, and that's fine. But uh, we know that God sets up kings and God takes kings down. Amen. Now, if God wanted Trump in office, why is he not still there? Yep. He's not there anymore. And then there was a number of false prophecies that came out before, and Trump's going to win a second term. And then when he didn't, well, they fixed them. They said, well, actually, he's president in heaven. And these ridiculous, delusional things. Uh, if God sets up kings and takes them down, then God took Donald Trump out of office That's right. and out of office for a reason. One of the things that that really concerned me about Donald Trump is he was tipping his hat to and encouraging QAnon, retweeting some of their tweets uh, the QAnons were convinced that Trump was uh, uh, connected to the high-level insider. It may have been Trump himself because Trump was encouraging them. 216 times Trump encouraged QAnon. And, and, and that, that caused me grave concern because QAnon is a dark cult. And for the president of the United States to be encouraging uh, that kind of movement, uh, uh, it, it, it was shocking for me. Yeah, and let me let me clarify something. Uh, Donald Trump didn't defund Planned Parenthood. He did it foreign on the foreign thing. He actually yeah. he actually signed bills that gave them a hundred million dollars more per year than the usurper Barack Hussein Obama Satoris Barker. Well, thank you for that, Tim. Yeah, that's a good piece of information. Yeah, he. Uh, I mean, he he did that. Now a lot of people fussed at me, but I went and showed them the doc. I showed them Planned Parenthood's own documents because I wrote the articles. Uh, two thousand nineteen, two thousand twenty. He was doing that. So he, but now he, but, but I tried to be fair. I said, you know, he signed title 10 and that was, I think worth about $60 million of Planned Parenthood. And they basically said, why do we need to go through all these hoops? You're going to give us a hundred million dollars more a year. There's no big deal here. We're, we're actually gaining $40 million. Um, and, uh, and he did defund Planned Parenthood abroad. So, you know, I give him props where he did the right thing, but he left this other stuff in that that's murdering Americans. Let's put it for what it is. He's murder. That's it's funding the murder of Americans. That's right. Now, we still have we still have the issue with the vaccines. He wants to take credit for it. I said, yeah, you can take the credit. You're going to get all the adverse effects and all the deaths that come from this vaccine that you rush through because no vaccine has ever been proven to be safe and effective. You're pushing it out there. He just told you were mentioning CPAC. 
just told his supporters, go take the shot. This is an yep. experimental medical device. Moderna calls it an operating system. And he's telling his yeah, people, that's right. yeah. why don't you take that? Why don't you take that mark? I mean, look, I, I believe Revelation 13 is, is a past event, although I believe we can have applications for it through history of what tyrants do. No question about it in my yep. mind. But when people are so apt to get in there and push that kind of thing, they're just asking for God's judgment not to not to come in. You know, God's judgment on America has been coming very slowly. But boy, in the past maybe 20 years, we've really seen it escalate. And they're yes. just begging him to judge us real quickly. Yes. And uh, and I know you're in agreement with that. So here's the here's the question that I have for you. What kind of liberties are under attack now? And, you know, you made mention of Democrats, and I agree, they have the mask off, but the Republicans are the guys, to me, who are the real trouble because those guys keep wearing the mask. They say, we're Christian, we're constitutionalists, we're for smaller government. All their solutions are big government, obviously, but, but we're for that. And they're the guys who sit back and do nothing. They are the, the Washington general equivalent for the Harlem Globetrotters. They're the, the controlled opposition. They're the WWE yeah. match. Yeah. What are some of these things that are under attack as far as our liberties today? I know you're probably going to hit with the mask and vaccine, stuff like that, but what are some of the things that you see out there? Well, uh, uh, Tim, they're coming for us. Uh, they're, they're coming specifically for Christians. I've been saying this for uh, three years now that I call it Target C3. First of all, they, they want to change the Constitution and make it a living document. They're trying to destroy our culture, and specifically, they're after Christianity. Now, you've got these Republicans in there that are no different than the Democrats. Essentially, it's one party that give this charade of opposition back and forth. Uh, the Republicans have done nothing about stopping abortion. They've done nothing about stopping the surveillance of Americans through the Patriot Act. They've done nothing about any of that. And I can tell you personally that the intelligence uh, committees are simply a sham. We know Diane Feinstein had a communist agent as a driver and office manager, and she was the chairman. So Washington uh, uh, stinks. It's full of corruption. I think probably the first place to start would be to get rid of all the lawyers who are senators and congressmen and put some common people in there. But as you mentioned so well earlier, Washington is, is beyond help. Uh, but the, the target now with uh, what, is, what we're seeing with Black, the Black Lives Matter movement, what we're seeing with the transgender movement, what we're seeing with what I call the gay mafia, the L LBGT uh, mafia that's going after Christians, is they're starting to shame us on social media, censor our books, go after our children in schools. And if you stand up against them, uh, your employer could and will fire you. They're, they're removing professors from their positions, they're firing teachers. Uh, this is resulting in, and is, it's going to get worse, in the direct persecution of, of real legitimate Christians in this country. It's here. It's coming. It's going to get worse. Yeah. One of the things that you're mentioning there, I uh, just had a story today, and this is Friday that we're, we're recording this. Uh, this story out of Nevada, this uh, person who's going to be, this guy who's dressed up like a woman, who's going to be uh, participating in Miss USA. Yeah. And I, yeah. I've heard people who profess to be Christians saying, oh, this is such a great thing. You know, we ought to encourage them. They shouldn't feel bad about themselves and blah, blah. And it's like, well, wait a minute. The scripture says a man shall not wear the clothing of a woman and, no and, and vice versa. They're not to, to try to look like that. And some people try to pick on me because I got, you know, long hair or whatever. And I say, well, you, you've missed what 1 Corinthians 11 is talking about because 
I think that Paul's actually dealing with that. He's telling some of them, if, if people read Corinthians, he said, such were some of you. You were, you were That's Sodomites. Right. You were in the, yeah. in, the, in the sex cults with the gods and stuff. But yeah, you've been right. washed. And so now he's telling them, instead of you guys dressing up like women and doing your hair up like women and stuff, be a man. Act like a man. Look like a man. And he's telling the women, he's saying, don't shave your head. Your, your hair is for a glory to you. And so that's right. what's being spoken of there. And he's calling, he's teaching them repentance, what repentance looks like. But mm-hmm. and, and people would have to obviously answer about Samson. Well, he had long hair and that was a source of his strength. Yep. Uh, we have people like Samuel. We have everybody that took a Nazarite vow, vow doing that. But when you yep. have stuff like this coming out, Kevin, this stuff is right dead center, the middle of the 45 goals that the Communist Party had to take over yep. America. Homosexuality, Correct. pornography, making Correct. what God condemns natural and uh, or presenting as natural and things like this. This right. is what is demoralizing the people, allowing for them to seek out their gods, make men gods that are somehow going to deliver them from the judgment of God. And that never works. It's never worked in history. And I think that's what you're getting at there. The, the, the people are being conditioned to embrace that kind of stuff eventually. Oh, that, that's correct. And all you have to do is read Romans chapter one. And that settles the issue on LBGTQ. Now, uh, you mentioned, you mentioned, so, well, God is a redeemer. God will take, uh, L- LBGTQ people, uh, that, that type of transgenders, just like he did with you and I, and save them and, and redeem them from their sins. Amen. So there's hope in the scriptures, but I can tell you, and I've said this for over 10 years, that the, the uh, LBGTQ movement, and I'm talking about the gay mafia, I'm not talking about gay people who are citizens that love their country, like Rick Grinnell, who's the ODNI. I'm talking about the gay mafia, and the gay mafia knows the only thing that stands in the way, they don't want equality, they want control. They tried to fly the, the uh, gay flag at all of our embassies around the world, and Trump stomped it. It's one of the good things that he did. But uh, they, they want control of this country, and the one thing, the main enemy that stands in the way of what I call the gay mafia is the Scriptures, the Bible, Romans chapter 1, Amen. and the verse you just quoted. The radical LBGTQ movement and Christianity cannot coexist, and it's not because of Christianity, it's because of the gay mafia. It's going to get worse, they're going to go after us more and more and more, especially under this administration, uh, and people need to be aware of that. But but the, the reason that God called homosexuality an abomination in the Old Testament, and Paul dealt with it in Romans chapter 1, is I'm sure, obviously, the Lord knows that that will destroy a nation, and it is destroying this nation. And, and let me mention this, Tim, uh, real quickly, is that the bizarre part about it is, I think there was, there was a, an anonymous poll in 1991 uh, where people identified as LBGTQ. There's about 3.6%. Then you take it up to 2020, and it's now up to about 5.6%. And uh, the increase is America getting gayer? No, that's because of movies and TVs and all these other things are pumping it out. But what that means is the other 94.4% of our population does not identify as gay or LBTQ or transgender. And yet this, this is being pushed by Hollywood and the news media. It's being pushed to make it look like the LBGT community is a majority and that they're in control. And they're not. They're, they're the minority that has taken over through this twisted reprobate corruption that, that has been joined with, with the Democratic Party and with the mainstream media and with Hollywood. Hollywood has been involved in LGBTQ things going all the way back to its inception. Uh, but this is a minority of our population trying to threaten and, and control control uh, the majority of America. 
Well, it is. And for some people, you know, let me make a comment on Grinnell because I think Grinnell's problematic too. When you take an open sodomite who has redefined marriage to call this guy he's with, his husband, that he's married, that, that that's actually something legitimate. And you, you uphold a guy like that and you put him in charge of national intelligence and stuff like this. That's really problematic. And then it got worse. The GOP picked him up as, as some kind of an advisor uh, to LGBTQ you know, things to try to push that agenda in there. So I don't, you know, I have to, I have to agree agree with you. Yeah. If you take the, if you take what the scripture teaches in Romans chapter one, you're a hundred percent right. Yeah. Well, one of the things though, that what what we're seeing when you're saying they're coming after us, you know, I've, I've seen some of the interviews, it's been several years ago, but some of the, some of these really militant, uh, you know, sodomites and lesbians and, and people like that, they're basically saying that wait till they become the oppressor. See, they're not this every what people don't understand is all those people have the same rights as you and I. They're equal in the in the in yeah, the side of the society. Yep. Um, so they have the same rights. They can marry anybody of the opposite sex they'd like. They just can't. They're not supposed to marry people of the same sex. We have laws on the books about that, about engaging in the sexual activity. It isn't even sexual activity. Sodomy is called sodomy. It's not called sexual. intercourse. it's sodomy. And so these are crimes against nature. This has been for for you know even cultures that weren't Christian recognized that yeah. that is oh, yeah. that's a crime against nature. It's not right. natural. And uh, and so I'm you know if people are doing something in their house and they're not bringing it out and nobody knows about it, nobody's the wiser. It doesn't make it right, but nobody's the wiser. But when you bring that out into the school system, when you start putting it on the television, when you try to push it politically to silence your political opposition, and now we're seeing it with with speech, with businesses and all these others, that is a crime and an attack on the people and the fact that there are politicians, uh, corrupt politicians who are willing to get behind that and infringe on the people's rights because they want to be politically correct or accepted or whatever. That's hugely problematic. I, I agree. W- well said. And right now, and Joe Biden advocates this right now, they are teaching transgender issues to third and sixth graders in our school. Uh, Janie, you may be Jimmy. Jimmy, you may be Janie during a child's four. And that's what Satan does. He goes after the kids uh, because their, their, their minds are developing. But, but they are messing up children intentionally at a very young age. And Drag Queen Story Hour, I've been exposing that now for two years. Well, the, the uh, uh, originator of the Drag Queen Story Hour was just busted for, and arrested for pedophilia. So uh, yep. uh, th- this is, it's infected like a virus. Our education is infected like a virus. Our media, it's infected like a virus. Our government, and the Lord knew this, and, and that's why he put those scriptures in the Bible. It, it, it ruins his people. It ruins the church, and it will ruin and bring down and destroy an entire nation. And uh, the, the Marxist uh, philosophy knows this. It knows both that and Black Lives Matter and the racial division is, in this country is the only way to destroy a good, solid democracy like ours. Yeah, well, we've, we've got a republic uh, democracies are outlawed too right, by yeah, the constitution. You're right. It's a it's a it's a democratic republic. You're, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, it, That's yeah. True. yeah. Yeah. So so those are outlawed too, and they they've they've done that so long that occasionally you know you're reading something and it comes out of my mouth. Not that I believe that, but it, you you just take in so much of it so often. That's what that's what they're doing. They're trying to get. They're trying to change the people's minds. And yes. if they're having any impact on people of, of your and my age, imagine what it's doing to the younger generation who are inundated 
with all of these different things that we're yeah. talking about over and over. So, yeah. so here, here comes, here comes another question. Okay. So we see this, this militant kind of LGBTQ kind of thing that's being used as a political battering ram uh, against the, uh, to infringe on our rights. We've seen, yep. and they take the same playbook as what they, how they've used the Muslim community yep. uh, as a political battering ram. And that is, you know, fake hate crimes. I mean, there's no crime that's done out of love. We know that. Uh, but they do all these things. And let me give this plug right quick. If you're a person who identifies with LGBTQ, look, there's there's hope for you if you repent and you put your faith in Christ who gave himself right. for sinners just like you and me. But if there's not, you have a fearful expectation of judgment. And so the gospel message is one of hope, real hope for you, not the cult Q kind of stuff. It's real hope for you and that you can have redemption in Christ. That's right. So and let me, healing and deliverance. Yeah, yes. That's right. That, that's right. So you, I want to get that message out because I don't want people to think, hey, Jim just hates you know, people who identify. Right. No, I don't. I don't. Because my sin is just as bad and it's not the same kind of sin. So I have to do, I'm called to repent of that sin. So well, Tim, Tim, I can tell you too, yeah. in college, I was a beer drinking, dope smoking skirt chaser. And if you want to talk about adultery, I probably committed adultery 15, 20 times. Uh, but, but Jesus saved me, redeemed me, and forgave me for my sins and delivered me. And he can do the same thing Amen. for somebody that is, is a, a gay or lesbian. And as a matter of fact, God wants to do that. He wants to heal and deliver those people. We're all under sin. And I heard a preacher say one time, uh, Lon Solomon, I think it was, uh, if you got a belly button, you got problems. If you got a belly button, you're a sinner. We're all sinners. And we all need a Savior. We all, we all need Jesus Christ, the only Savior. And so gay people can be saved. They can be delivered. And the torment that they go through, and many of them do, and the suicide rate is high, they can be healed. They can be set free. They can be delivered. Well, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. All right, let's look at now. Again, they're being used as the political battering rams to infringe on our liberties, to bring in right. more tyranny. What's some other things that's going on now? I mean, what's your thought on this whole mask mandate? I don't see, again, anywhere in the Constitution where the president can issue some kind of mandate. Uh, in fact, we have the civil rights. I had to use this just the other day uh, in, a, in a store I was in, and the lady goes, I was getting ready to check out, and one of the, la the lady was just fine, ringing me up and everything. They got their mask on. I don't have one. And this is across the line in North Carolina where they have the tyrannical governor, Roy Cooper. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, where they're trying to uh, get articles of impeachment against him for, for his usurpations. Yeah. So the lady tells me, what you can't, you're, we're not supposed to serve you because this, this is a law. And I said, it's not a law. Con the, your Congress didn't write that. I, I said, you've got a tyrannical governor imp imposing these. How, where do you see this kind of thing going on now that you've got Joe Biden telling people that if they go on federal land, Land that the people paid for, their forefathers paid for. It's the people's White House. It's the people's land. That's right. Yeah. When, what is it when he says, you have to wear a mask when they may be a Christian and they say, well, wait a minute. Psalm 91 says, if I hide myself in the shadow of the Most High, he protects me even from the perilous pestilence. That's right. That's uh, true. I have a religious exemption. I don't have to wear that. No, no, no. We're going to lock you up and you're going to find you and you're going to go through all kinds of trouble because we're not going to follow the law. You're going you're gonna to follow our edicts. Do you see this thing escalating? Because I don't see it backing off. No, and I've been saying this for almost 10 years. We are under a post-constitutional government. I mean, some of this should not surprise us. We are not under a constitutional government any longer. And it, it helps to realize that so, so that you can, you can deal with it accordingly. 
It is clear scientifically masks are worthless. They do not work. I don't know if you saw Rand Paul's recent cross-examination of Dr. Fossey. Mm. You got to watch it. He just takes him apart with scientific studies, uh, demanding that he cite a scientific study uh, proving that masks uh, stop COVID-19 and that people can be be reinfected. Uh, Rand Paul just takes him apart. Uh, uh, Fossey, the deep state mouth. Uh, no, the government can't can't tell us to wear masks. No, the government can't arrest us for wearing masks or not. That that is that is pure tyranny. But that's the government we have. That's the government we've had since the Patriot Act and since before the Patriot Act. We are living under a tyrannical, unconstitutional government in a form of a kind of electronic concentration camp where everything we're we're doing is being monitored and watched. And now we're being controlled with this mask thing. It is the nature of this government. It is the nature of a post-constitutional government. That's what this kind of tyrannical government government does and will continue to do. Okay. I, and I, I agree with that. And those are the things that we've been saying here. And one, and, and it's all to lead to what the fascists are doing, the fascists in big pharma and other corporations and the fascists in government. And that is they're working together to push the people towards this experimental injection, which if they do make it mandatory, I mean, Joe Biden saying we're going to have this out there available to everybody by May 1st. And my and and my thought process is once it gets to that and they have that availability, they're gonna they're gonna ramp up the PCR tests again. You know those fraudulent things that aren't supposed to diagnose anybody, and they're gonna ramp those back up again. And they're gonna come in and say, okay, now you've got to be vaccinated to go here, to fly here, to do this. You got to have your little passport. You know, your the the equivalent of having your papers has got to be on your phone. Or you know, we have we have some of the talk that some technology is actually being used in some of these injections uh, that can be scanned, that can stay in your body for, well, they tell us five years, but if it's going to be in there five years, it's probably a lot longer than that that they're keeping it. So we have these kinds of things. So now my my guess is they're going to take it and start to to squash our movement, where we can go, what we can do. Of course, right. my, my yeah. life hasn't really That's changed. Do. I keep doing what I'm doing anyway. But uh, but this is the kind of thing. And I see people just eating up the propaganda, falling in line, not questioning it. Uh, like the lady I, I encountered the other day, she has the mask on. She said, well, I had both injections. And I said, OK, so why do you have a mask on? She said, well, I might get it and pass on a mask. I said, well, then what was the purpose of the vaccine? Are you people not thinking? Are you not? You just let people just do stuff to you, tell you stuff, all this other. Yeah. And it's that kind of thing. So here's the question I have. Do you think it's going to get more intense than what we've seen with the TSA and then wanting to check your bags, your shoes, your underwear, your colostrum bag or whatever the case is when you go get on a flight or now it's on the train or, you know, take a ta- you know, they want you to wear the mask if you're getting in a taxi or whatever the case may be. What do you see coming here uh, from all of this? Well, it is going to get worse and there's going to be COVID passports that are going to be required to get on a plane, to go to a public event, in some cases to be hired or keep your job with an employer. That's going to happen. And I'll tell you, you alluded to this earlier, Tim, what is really, really chilling is the chief operating officer of Pfizer and the creator of the vaccine stated that that what we're doing is we're going into the human genetic system like an operating system and we're putting new code in that human operating system with the message NRA that they're injecting into people. That should scare everyone. 
that kind of terminology yep. and that kind of development. I mean, that's insanity. But that's what this vac- vaccine is doing. Uh, government will increase its control all the time, every time. That's why the founding fathers decried government. That's why God even said to Israel, you don't need a government. I'm your government. And they rebelled. We saw Amen. With, King, with Amen. King Saul. Yep. And, and, and so this is going to get worse. That is the nature of, of man's government is control and, and uh, 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 implementing tyrannical policies on the masses. This is not going to get better, as I think you know. This is going to get worse. Uh, and I think it's good to know that so that we as Christians can prepare ourselves and our families, especially our children in school, and, and uh, be ready for this because it is not going to get better. It is only going to get worse. And with the great global reset and, the, and now they're going to digital currency and all this other insanity. And I think there's a financial crisis coming, probably beginning based on the analysts I've uh, read sometime in June. Uh, the financial crisis will be another excuse for just more government control in, in the area that we're talking about here. So um, it's, I said this before, you know me, I think we are in God's judgment on America. I think it's unfolding. Way back when, Ruth Graham said that if God doesn't judge America, he's going to have to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah. Yep. How many babies are we killing a day now, up to just before birth? It used to be 8,000. I think it's upwards of that now. 52 million babies have been, been killed, and God is going to sit back and do nothing. We're, we're in the beginning, I think, well into the beginning of God's judgment on America, and we as believers need, need to understand that, I think. Well, I, you know, I don't want to leave people without any hope because I think there's always hope that we do the right thing. And as Bradley has said, there's still time to do the right thing. We can still oppose the tyranny, resist it like our forefathers did. We have to. And take it to them, not go, you know, get our get our stuff and go hide in the backwoods somewhere, even though I like being out in the backwoods. But but, you know, not go in fear and cower, but, you know, go out like David did to the giant and said, how dare you defile the, the defy the right. armies of God, you uncircumcised Philistine. He told him he's going to cut off his head. He's going to feed his carcass uh, to the birds. And he did just that, but he didn't do it in his strength. He went in the power of the Lord. He had, he had obviously been a, rep- a repentant young man. He had been a man who trusted God, and he went out there and he fought the battle and he won the day. And, you know, Kevin, we're running up against the end of the show here, and I want to give you time. There's, a, there's about 30 seconds here. Tell uh, people where they can find out more about you, your sites and such. Yeah, um, I, the way I am, am able to pay for what I'm doing is my Patreon channel. That's patreon.com slash Kevin underscore ship, and they can get uh, the ship intelligence report there, uh, training on surveillance detection, how to spot lying, and other, other things. Kevinship.com we just created. That's bulletproof. I'm moving my videos over there because YouTube is starting to deplatform me and, and Amazon is threatening my book. And let, let me finish with this, uh, Tim, because people ask me all the time, well, what, what can we do? Is there hope? And you're right. There is hope. You remember, it was Christianity, essentially, that brought down the entire Roman Empire. Yep. Ten seconds. Okay. Uh, we need to pray. We need to be part of a church community, prepare financially, perceive the threat, and then penetrate the, our educational system, get into government, state government, federal government, and make a change. Amen. Amen. All those are good things. I wish we'd have took a little more time on those things and brought those up. Hold on, and I'll, I'll say goodbye to you after we stop the recording here. Guys, 23 hours, we'll be back with you, 6 a.m. Eastern time. Don't miss Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern. See ya.